Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. Tim Rosen, who is so many things. He's a film and TV actor. Um, he's an author. You're an illustrator. Um, apparently, I read that he is a model also, producer, and he also um, has two restaurants in Montreal, which is kind of awesome. I didn't know that about you. Um, but Tim, we know you're doing a lot of stuff now. You're, you just did a Hallmark movie last year. You're on another show this year, and you have a lead role. Um, amazing. But we fell in love with you, of course, watching Schitt's Creek. You were one of our favorite characters, um, playing, of course, Mutt, and it was incredible. So if you don't mind, we just want to ask you, how did you get that role, and did you ever think that that show was going to blow up the way it did? Uh, Wow, first of all, that's uh, quite a lead-up to who I am. (laughs) I wish all of those were true. I'm definitely not an illustrator, so I'm going to kibosh that right away. I I cannot draw in any way. Yeah, no, I do. I do co-write comic books. I do write comic books. Okay. Uh, that's how we virtually met. Uh, is when right. I donated the books for the. Uh, I believe it was a, f- a fundraiser for the run. Yes. Yeah. Um, we were doing a fundraiser for High Lifeline, which you so generously um, sent us one of your comic books that you uh, co-wrote, and it was an awesome prize. And we got a lot of bids on it, and we raised money, a lot of money. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. But yes, yeah, so you have a big resume. Um, so tell us a little bit more. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, I, the audition came along and, uh, it was just, it felt easy reading it. Uh, you know, sometimes you get a lot of these parts and you, you, you don't get too much, you get a breakdown of a character. It's normally a paragraph that kind of explains the par- the, the character. And then you get a paragraph that kind of explains the whole show. So the paragraph literally kind of trying to explain Shit's Creek was that there was this rich family, the Roses, that lose everything except the small town. And then the character of Much Shit is kind of the everyday man, uh, kind of borderline hippie hipster, but neither too much of either one of those two things. So uh, I just said, uh, okay, I'm just going to try and be about as as normal as I can be. Uh, and so I think Mutt is actually the closest character to myself uh, that I've ever played. I think of, of, of all the characters I've ever played, uh, Mutt is like me the most. And he lives in a cabin, I remember, some kind of really neat cabin. Yeah. Is that right? It was a yeah. rustic cabin, and I see your scenery right now where you're recording this. It looks pretty. I see trees. I see. Yeah, I live uh, I live about an hour north of Montreal. Like I said, Mutt and I have a lot of common. So yeah. Mutt lived out in the country in a barn, and I live up in the country too. So, uh, but you travel all over. I've read um, I, I read that you've been to Guatemala, and mm-hmm. you filmed also in Iran, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, Barcelona is a favorite city of yours. So, what is the what would you say is your favorite place that you've been to um, besides Canada? And 
and and why? What did you love about it? Was the activities you did, or just the people, the culture? What do you look for when you travel? Um, you know, Iran was actually a, a very special experience. I knew nothing about uh, Iran at the time. This is uh, maybe 14 years ago, probably 2007. So the Gulf War was going on, and I probably shouldn't have been going over there to make a movie, but I didn't know any better, and I kind of did. Right. Um, but the experience I had there was life changing, and the Iranian people treated me so great and with such such respect. Uh, I had a, a beautiful time, and uh, you know it was hectic. It was a it was a twenty eight day movie shoot that turned out to be four and a half months that I was there in Iran, uh, never knowing exactly when I was going to get to go home. But looking back now, it was just it was a great time in my life, and I'm happy I've done it. I'm not going to jump on an airplane anytime soon and go back to do that. You know, I was 27 years old and it was, it was the time to do that. Right. Um, but recently, I just spent the past uh, six months in South Africa. Oh, neat. Yeah, so I've been filming a, a new show there called Vagrant Queen. Right, um, which you have a big role in. Yeah, it's a great, great show. Uh, airs on sci-fi at uh, Thursday nights at 11. And I play like a, like a Han Solo type character, but not as, uh, I'll say, adept, kind of goofier. It's kind of my most comedic role. I know you know me as much shit, but I think we can agree that Mutt himself wasn't funny right. as, as much as everybody else was, but he was in funny situations. Uh, so this time I get to play a very comedic character, kind of the goofball in space. Uh, very fun. And uh, I just adore South Africa. The crew and uh, the cast there were some of the best people I met. Um, you know, it's also really realized why I think we all feel it now during Corona and COVID, you know, that we take a lot for granted. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, spending time in South Africa, I definitely felt that. That's, you know. I know that we've, we, Perry went to Israel um, a few years ago and we appreciated it a lot while we were there, but you really mm -hmm. don't appreciate it until you get home and you look back and you say, I can't believe I did that. Mm -hmm. um, like Perry did ATVing. Um, she went in the Dead Sea, like things you wouldn't ordinarily think that um, a person in a wheelchair can actually do in their life and when you mm -hmm. do extraordinary I think as you're doing it I think now as we do things like that we're going to have to say as we're doing it this is incredible rather than wait till we get home and think about it I think we really have to I think maybe that's what we'll take from this um so what are you doing during corona time you're not filming are you doing anything creative at home that you can write or uh, yeah, I am writing. I'm writing a new uh, graphic novel uh, that I have been working on personally. Mm -hmm. So it's a Western and I'd, I'd hope to finish it uh, by the time this is over. And that's going well. Um, just because I could, I've kind of taught myself to juggle. So uh, I, yeah, I went on YouTube and uh, there's a guy called Juggling Josh. And I started following Juggling Josh's videos. And I started with two balls and moved up to three. Uh, and the goal is to be able to juggle four, but I'm juggling three now pretty good. Um, but I'm very fortunate in the fact that um, I do another show called Winona Earp, right. uh, where I play Doc Holliday, the cowboy. And I was actually filming that uh, when the corona happened. So I was about halfway through the season, and that's why I have this beard. It's for the character, mm -hmm. uh, which I hopefully will be going back to. So I yeah, got to stay in character. Um, and uh, we found out, you know, we've all got to come back home. I was out in Western Canada and I came back home. But the, the good news for me is that uh, in December, I became a father. Mazel tov. Thank you. So that's what I'm doing. 
this whole corona uh and and it's wonderful and, and i'm not taking a second for granted right you're very time. lucky you have yeah. this time. Normally I, you wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't have had it right uh, so i think i'm the only person who probably who's not complaining too much about the quarantine um and, i have uh, a friend who just had a baby um about three weeks ago and the same thing he said he never would have had this time home with the baby yeah as a dad it's incredible because usually you don't get that yeah um, so that's a lot of fun. And plus, I, I highly recommend it if there's another quarantine that people plan a baby during it because uh, it's it's wonderful. The time just flies by because I they take up so much of the now. time. Yeah. It's, Nine months from now, people will be having babies. Yeah, so. 100%. Yeah. What else is there to do? Yeah. That's great. So what is the first thing when when everything gets back to normal, you can travel again, you can film, what's the one thing that you want to do? I want to go finish season four of Winona Earp. Uh, you know, we were literally on a hiatus. Uh, we were saying that we were like, it just worked out that way. We were on a hiatus. We had finished the first halfway through the season. We were all saying goodbye to each other saying, okay, see, we had heard kind of stuff about borders maybe being closed or not, but it wasn't, it wasn't what it is now. So uh, we had just kind of said, okay, see you in a week to everybody, not okay. knowing that week was going to turn out to be months and whatever. So I want to get back and finish it. Um, the history behind that show is we almost lost our show last year. Um, I don't know exactly what happened. There was some funding that was misappropriated or we'll say between something uh, because the network sci-fi did pick us up for season four and five. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the year last year, we heard Winona's lost its funding. Something happened with our parent company. And I don't, I don't know all the details about that. I just know we almost lost our show. And uh, well, the fans came together and they petitioned. Right. They called themselves the Herpers. They literally were buying billboards in Times Square uh, with their own money, uh, you know, to support the show and show love for this, the show. And they did so much that we were in the New York Times about it and they put right. up so it's much. Pre yeah. It's so, like a you know, following you. Yeah. And it's, they're the most beautiful people. They're just, it's a fandom built on kindness and understanding and acceptance. And, and it's, it's, it's great to be a part of. So I want to finish it because they deserve it. Correct. So we want to go and I want to finish that uh, season four so I can get it out to these Zerpers that fought so hard to get us that season. It feels like everything is trying to not make us get this season, but we will finish it. That's awesome. And I know um, we're looking forward to seeing you many more things as well. So we'll be following you and your career. And from the bottom of our hearts, Carrie and I want to say thank you for doing this interview um for supporting us and and giving us that that great raffle prize that we uh were able to get a lot of money for kids who are sick who, who need help and yeah. um we wish you all the best with your new baby yeah thank you so much guys thank you so much you're awesome and thanks so much for your time i really appreciate it uh, absolute pleasure anytime stay stay safe okay stay safe thank guys you,